Hey, what's good? This is Antonio, and this is episode 98. In this episode, you're getting a a real treat. I'm actually sharing a training with you that I hosted to teach leaders how to ask great questions that lead to breakthroughs in work and life. You are absolutely going to love it. Before we get into that, though, I want to invite you to participate in my seven-day Get Unstuck Challenge. If you're stuck, if you're going through the motions, if you need a reboot in your life, if you have a decision that you need to make, the seven-day Get Unstuck Challenge is for you. And guess what? It's free. The link is in the bio. And hey, each and every week I send out text messages that people really love. The texts include everything from motivation to career tips to even giveaways now and then. To receive those texts, just send me a text message at 310-564-7124. That number is also in the show notes. All right, let's get into episode 98. Welcome to the Antonio Neff Show, where I remind you each week that no matter where you stand today, your story isn't over yet. The best is ahead. I'm your host, Antonio Neves. I'm a success coach and the author of Stop Living on Autopilot. And today you are in for a treat because I'm providing you with special access to a training I hosted to teach leaders how to ask great questions that lead to breakthroughs in work and life. Now look, great leaders, coaches, managers, spouses, parents, you name it, they all have one thing in common. They ask great questions. Being able to ask great questions at the right time, it leads to awesome results. It leads to major problems being solved. It can lead to massive breakthroughs and increased aha moments. The right question at the right time can change your life. Now, look, I did this training live. So what you're going to notice is that you're going to hear me referencing a presentation deck that you can't see. You'll hear me referencing some other things. You may hear me say, hey, type this into the chat. Ignore all of that. Just listen to the message. There are so many gems in here that you're going to walk away with a brand new skill set and a whole bunch of other nuggets that are going to hit you in the face in an absolute good way. All right, let's get into the training. Here is our agenda for the next 30 minutes. We're going to talk about three key things. We're going to talk about what great questions offer. We're going to talk about the three things you need. We're going to talk about elite question asking. I didn't say great question asking. I said elite question asking. And of course, what we're going to do is get to some Q&A at the very end. So let's start with this right here. And if you see me going side to side here right now, I have multiple screens going on right now. So I'm just checking all the, the checks and balances. But let's dig into first what great questions offer. Now, I've experienced this firsthand as a journalist. I've experienced this firsthand as a success coach. I've experienced this as an author in all that I do. If you ask the right question to a person, it can change the tone of their day. It can change absolutely everything. The right questions can inspire others. It is absolutely key. Um, Something else that great questions can do, 
Great questions empower others. When we ask people questions, when we make them the expert, when we go to them for advice, it empowers them. Now imagine this, imagine you're a leader, you're responsible for a team and everyone assumes they come to you for the answers. So you're getting all the questions. Imagine what profound effect it can have when you go to your team, your subordinates, if you want to call them that. I don't like the word subordinates, by the way. I think we're on the same team. I think we work together. We work together. I always get frustrated. By the way, I get sidetracked every now and then. I always get frustrated when I say, when I hear someone say, that's my assistant. That's my director. No, that's your teammate. They don't work for you. They work with you. But great questions can empower others. Okay. Uh, Let's go here. Great questions can also do this. Great questions for that person who may be a very linear (laughs) thinker. They're not that creative. They're very black and white. It can help people think analytically. Great questions allow for creative thinking. If you go into a brainstorming session, you go into a meeting, that strategic planning, you name it, et cetera. Great questions allow for creating thinking, creative thinking. Once again, you can light people up. Now, if someone on your team, someone in your life happens to be going through a challenging time, Great questions can create powerful shifts. It can change the mood, the the temperature, the energy of a room. By the way, let me ask you this question right here. When things show up, do things get better or do they get worse? When you show up, do things get better or do they get worse? That's the powerful shift that I'm talking about. My, My thought is if you're here right now, things probably get better when you show up, but the right questions can create powerful shifts. That's why I love my work as a coach. Sometimes in just a a 30 minute session, profound changes happen. All right. A few more things. Great questions can do. Great questions can challenge assumptions. We make so many assumptions in society, right, about people, what they think, what they believe, etc. I'm a firm believer that we all would be closer on all the topical news today if we asked more questions. By the way, I'm going to be dropping nuggets throughout this presentation. They don't cost anything extra. I know this was free, but I got a nugget for you. Lean in. Don't forget, you can still learn from people you disagree with. You see how I just allowed that silence? I want to remind all of us that we can still learn from people we disagree with. And if you want to create connectivity with people you disagree with, you do that by starting with questions. If you feel that right, I feel that in the chat right now. All right. Great questions are better than solutions. Great questions are so much better than giving solutions. And what I want to do right now is pause for a quick second for a public public service announcement. Breaking news in this day and age in the workplace, when everyone is talking about how much coaching, how important coaching is, you don't want to manage, you want to be a coach. Well, let me tell you something very, very clearly when it comes to coaching. There is a difference between coaching and consulting. 
a lot of managers think that they are coaching when they're actually consulting. Coaches, they ask great questions that lead to amazing outcomes. You know what consultants do? Consultants tell you what to do. That's not a coach. If someone is telling you what to do, they are being a consultant. They are not being a coach. So in my work, I work with amazing executives, so many talented women and men across the country. And they have titles like director, vice president, senior vice president, CEO. And in those moments when I'm in a coaching session, if I find myself shifting from coach to consultant, I stop the session and I say, client, just so you know, consultant Tony just showed up. The coach just left the room. It's my responsibility as a coach to let them know when that shift takes place, right? So just a reminder, coaching and consulting are two different things. If, if, if Listen, I coach my son's baseball team. Okay, that coaching in sports is different when you're providing instruction. But I think y'all know what I'm talking about. So when you catch yourself consulting, when you think you're coaching, make that shift. Okay, right there. Okay, so that's what great questions can offer. Now, I'm going to tell you three things you need, three things that are absolutely important for you to ask great questions, the three things you need. And people don't talk about this enough. What you need first and foremost is you need to straight up be curious. You need a profound curiosity. You have to truly be interested. If you happen to have kids or you get to spend time around kids, learn from them. Learn how they're, they're just so curious about everything and they have so many questions. And unfortunately, us adults, we beat that, we beat that out of them, not physically beat that out of them, but with instruction, with education, with following the rules. This is how it, we take that out of them. I have five-year-old twins. And I'm trying to do everything in my power not to take their curiosity about life away because it is so beautiful and it reminds me. So you have to have a deep sense of curiosity. And when I talk about curiosity, what I'm also talking about a second thing that you need is a sense of wonder. You have to have that Disney movie kind of vibe, right? You have to have a sense of wonder. Sadly, the older we get, we lose curiosity. We lose that sense of wonder. We get stuck in our ways. We are like just straight up, you know, atrophy is setting in when it comes to wonder and curiosity. And I'm here to remind you today that you can activate that. Today is a great day to reboot, to reset that curiosity and that wonder. Let me tell you something. I got some tips. I'm dropping another nugget right now. Life is more fun when you do it with curiosity. Life is more fun when you do it with wonder. Jobs that you dislike right now, jobs that you dislike right now, I, you could actually maybe find a way to enjoy that job again if you brought in some wonder, if you brought in some curiosity and maybe a question like, hmm, I wonder what I can learn from this. Powerful coaching question for yourself. Things aren't going your way today. Hmm. By the way, when you say, hmm, you should look in another direction. It, feel, it just makes things more profound. Hmm, I wonder what I can learn from this. What a powerful question for all of us. And by the way, I just said, hmm, 
That's another thing you need to ask great questions. So many people in society, they approach life from a, hmm. Do you know anyone in your life that approaches life from a, hmm. You tell them some good news. You tell them something exciting. You tell them about the new software. You tell them about the new training. You tell them about the new product or service. You tell them about the raise. You tell them about the new position. And their reaction is, hmm. Arms crossed energy, right? That arms crossed energy. That just takes any excitement out of anything. If you know that person, I don't want you to say their name, but in the chat say, I know that person, Antonio. But when we approach life from a hmm, hmm, when we get curious, when we get wonder, wonder, if we wonder about things, it just makes the question asking experience, the life experience so much more enjoyable, so much more juicy, so much more delicious. Can, can you feel me? I'm using different words right now. I don't normally say delicious and juicy during presentations, but that hmm is activating something in me the same way I hope it's activating something in you. Okay, you need those three things. Don't forget it. All right. I see a lot of people know that person. Uh, <laughs> I hope it's not you. If you don't know that person, it might be you. But good news, you can make a shift today. Doesn't cost you anything. Guess what doesn't cost you anything? Having a good attitude. Guess what doesn't cost you anything? Giving a lot of effort, right? A good attitude doesn't cost you anything. By the way, here's a nugget I'm going to give to you right now. Again, at no extra cost, no upsell today. Someone told me something last weekend that blew my mind. They said, it's hard to teach someone positive habits with a negative attitude. Woo! It's hard to teach someone positive habits with a negative attitude. By the way, it's possible that I was coaching my son in baseball at that time. It's possible. Just a nugget, didn't cost you anything. If you feel that, say, I feel that. Okay, let's get into elite question asking. This is why you're here. We're about 15 minutes in. I told you, we're going to knock this out in 30 minutes. Elite question asking. Okay, here we go. Let's get the basics out of the way that aren't so basic. I don't want you being basic. Okay, you are exceptional. You are divine. I can't see you right now, but I, you are made of a special cloth. I don't want you being basic. Okay, when it comes to elite question asking, I want you to limit your questions to one sentence. I learned this as a journalist when I was doing press conferences with politicians. Sometimes I'd say, oh, here's my first question. And the follow-up question of that is this. Watch any press conference on TV. Guess what? The and, and here's the follow-up question to that. That question never gets answered. They only answer the first question, and then they move on to the next person. Ask clear, concise questions, especially in email. If your email to your boss, to the CEO, looks like the manuscript of Gone to the Wind, they're only probably reading the first paragraph. So be straight, clear to the point. 
You can be direct. People, unfortunately, today, especially, confuse being direct, confuse being clear with being rude. That is not the case. Direct, clear communication should be valued. Now, don't be a jerk when you do it, but direct, clear communication should be valued. Limit your questions to one sentence, especially via email. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody, if you get long emails with 32 questions in them in the chat right now, type in, ain't nobody got time for that. Okay. Be genuine. We know people like, I want you to be a genuine, integrity, character-laden individual. I don't know if you can technically be laden with character, but for today's purposes, you are. I want you to be genuine with your question asking. Come from a good place. Some people show up asking questions you think they're genuinely interested in is straight up malicious. They're going to try to sell you something. They're going to try to get some inside info. Just have your, your antennas up, okay? But be genuine. Oh, get this. Breaking news, everyone. After you ask a question, guess what? Listen, what a novel concept. I'm, I'm going to, if you'd like a, another training on how to listen better, let me know. By the way, one of the key components of being a great communicator is being able to listen, right? Let me know if you want a separate training on uh, listening. After you ask a question, actually listen to the response. You know, so many people are like, oh, but when they're talking, I don't want to forget. I have a thought. I don't want to lose that thought. Guess what? Lose the thought. Lose the thought. It's okay. It's okay if you lose the thought. If it's important, it will come back. Listen after you ask the question. All right. I want everyone here to avoid asking yes, no questions. Yes, no questions. They don't, they're not, they don't allow for, it, it doesn't allow a plant to bloom, right? Yes, no questions are like planting an oak tree in a pot this big. What is that? That, that oak tree can't grow in a pot that big. That's what yes, no questions do. Let the give them some some time to improvise, right? To, to free form, to do some to do some imper- interpretive dance with their answer. So be, be limited. Yes, I just I just rocked that right there. Be limited with the yes, no questions. There are times for yes, no questions. By the way, we'll talk about those in a second. Okay, remember I said, but Antonio, what if I need to know a lot of information and I can't get it all off in one question? Follow-up questions are your friend. When you, when you ask a great question, uh, when you ask a great question, the gift is that you get to ask a follow-up question. Guess what? People love talking. I haven't even said that yet. People love to talk about themselves specifically. You want to uh, lose an hour of your life? Go to someone's office and say, hey, tell me about your career. How did you get to this seat? Get ready. They're going to talk for an hour because people love to talk about themselves. You know why? Because so few people today are genuinely interested in others. There is a paucity of attention. The most nugget, nugget time. The most valuable thing that you can give to someone is your attention. I should have said that right off the jump. That's why great question asking is so important. The most valuable thing you can give to someone is your attention in this day and age. When people are only putting attention on themselves, putting filters on themselves when they don't need it because they're beautiful, when they're just they want to text instead of really saying what they feel. 
Be willing to give people your, your, your full undivided attention. And by the way, if you find yourself and you get that opportunity to ask the follow-up question and you get stuck, the same way I've been stuck many times, I've been stuck with major politicians and I, and I don't know what to say next or I lose my train of thought with a big CEO or something like that or, or a big-time coaching client. Your secret weapon in those situations when you get stuck are these five words. Tell me more about that. These five words are your best friend. Someone answers a question, even if you're fully engaged and they share, they share something interesting. And when you say, tell me more about that, it just opens up the dam. Like, but again, you have to be genuine. You want to hear what they have to say. Tell me more about that is your best friend. If, oh, if you're interviewing job candidates, by the way, the reason why, I'm sorry, somebody's feelings are about to get hurt. I tell the truth. <laughs> somebody's feelings are about to get hurt. If you're having a problem with people not working out, you hire people and then they don't three months later, six months later, they're gone. It's because you didn't ask the right questions. I do trainings with organizations about how to ask the right questions. I do these. So you don't turnover costs so much money when you lose people, right? Tell me more about that. It's such a powerful question in job interviews because you'll catch some people not telling the whole truth. Or there's some information that's missing. Let me keep moving. All right. Here we go. Don't interrupt. We, we love to interrupt. We, we think we have a right to interrupt. It's disrespectful. Stop interrupting people. Let People barely get to talk nowadays. Let them talk. I know we're just now starting to see people in person again. Let them speak. Give them that space to breathe. You might, you literally might save someone's life by allowing them to share what they need to share. That big exhale that needs to come out. All right, here we go. Silence. Silence is your friend. We, we are so afraid of silence. Like if we ask a question and then that person doesn't immediately respond, we're, we, we fill it up. We jump right in. But I'm going to tell you right now that silence is your friend. If you ever watch like detectives, those those shows on like on those networks that I don't watch um, where they interview, like they catch criminals and the detective, they'll be in that room and the detective will say something like, um, where were you yesterday at 8 p.m.? And then they're just silent. And that person who's accused is just sitting there being silent too, being all proud. And then sometimes after 30 seconds or a minute of silence, out of the blue, that person says, I did it. At 8 p.m., I was, I was committing the crime. I did it. Silence is your best friend. There's some important information you have not received from your colleagues, from your team, from your family members, from your friends, because you did not allow silence for it to breathe. Okay? Silence. Type in the word silence. Silence. Let it breathe. Okay. Uh-oh, uh-oh, if I had some sound effects, this would, this would be like next level engaged. Next level elite question asking. Here we go. Great questions don't lead the witness. You are not, you may have your JD, your Juris Doctorate, but we're not using that today. We're not in a courtroom. You're not, okay, I, I was about to say you're not Magnum P.I., but Magnum P.I. was a detective. You're not Matlock. 
Many of you may not even know who Matlock is. If you know who Matlock is, say, I know who Matlock is. That don't, don't leave though. Don't go Google Matlock. Do it later. Great questions don't lead the witness. So what I want you to do is to avoid doing these fake questions. Well, don't you think, don't you think that's not a question? You know, that's not a question. That is you leading the witness into thinking what you want them to think. What I'm trying to tell you is this. Don't put your solution in the question. Do not put your solution in the question. Leave your opinions out of questions. That's contaminating the water, right? That, that's contaminating the water up there at the top of the stream. And now people down here are getting sick because, <laughs> because you contaminating the water with your solutions and your opinions. No, be real with people, all right? Instead of putting your solutions, your opinions in this, instead you can say something very simple. What do you think about, how novel is that? What do you think about? And then you give it space, let them breathe, okay? Something else you can do. Instead of saying, what do you think about that? You can simply say, what would you need to make it work? Instead of saying, you're probably going to need some extra manpower. Uh, I don't, you're probably going to need some extra resources. You're probably going to need some more uh, paper, right? I, I don't know. Right then you're seeding in their mind what they may or may not need. When you say, what would you need to make it work? You may find the only thing they need to make it work is for you to get out of the face and give them some time <laughs> to make it work, right? That's what they may need. Like, you know what I need? I need you to get up off of my shoulder. I need you to stop Slack messaging me or messaging me on the internal system nonstop. I need some space. That's what I need. Okay. So that's what you can do. <laughs> if y'all feel that, if you need some space, if you need some space, type in the word space. So many people need space right now. Even folks are working from home still need space because people all up in the business on the phone, on the Slack, on the, uh, on the Zoom, on the Microsoft Teams. Uh, all up in, all up in the producers, all up in the rapper's video. I mean, okay, listen to this. I want you to avoid either or questions. Why? Because it only gives you two options. I don't want you to do this. Should we do X or should we do Y? And that's when you say, did you know there are 24 other letters in the alphabet? Why are we getting stuck on X or Y when we have 24 other letters in the alphabet, okay? The challenge with either or questions is that they only provide two outcomes. And that is a problem. That is a challenge because the outcome you may need may be actually Q, which is a very underserved letter in the alphabet, we have to rep Q more often, okay? So instead, you can do something like this. Hey, I'm evaluating doing X. What do you think we should do? Now, think of the difference if you said, hey, I'm evaluating doing X. Should I do X or Y? But when you say, what do you think we should do, that, that open-ended energy, you may be in for a treat. 
By the way, let me hit pause. Nugget coming. Whatever challenges your organization may be going through right now, your department, your division, your team, I'm a firm believer that someone in your team has the answers to that problem, but we just haven't been asking the right questions. Lean on your team more. They will surprise you with what they can share if you're willing to allow them to share. Okay, here's the deal. We got a few more things, then we're going to wrap up. When you receive confusing information, let's be clear, because we get a lot of confusing information via email, via messages. It's just not clear, via text message, like tone is off. We just, you can't get into nuance, right? When you get confusing information, it is your job to clarify. It is your job to get clarity on that confusing information. And some of the ways that you can do that, here's one way you can do that, okay? You can do that by saying, hey, so I don't miss anything. Can you explain that to me one more time? So I don't miss anything. Can you explain that to me one more time? We're so afraid to do this, but this saves us so much time and effort. And yes, the person you say this to, they may get a little bit frustrated. That's on them. But they will be happy that you actually did it the right way as opposed to the wrong way. Okay, here we go. Imagine I'm brand new. How would you explain this to me? There goes something again right there. Imagine I'm brand new. How would you explain this to me? That's how we get clarity on things. Let's be clear. It's better to be clear than to be in doubt. It is better to be clear than to be in doubt. Okay. Also, if you if you need some clarity, if you need to get things fixed a little bit, pick up the phone, okay? I, I invite everyone here to be willing to pick up the phone. We're going back and forth. People are getting cramps. Cramps in the thumbs nowadays. There's, there's an, uh, an, uh, we, we talk about pandemics. There's a pandemic of, of, of sore thumbs right now because people are going back and forth. Just pick up the phone, okay? And you'll get things solved within a matter of of seconds, okay? I'll never forget when I was in um I was in grad school and I was reporting a story and my professor came up to me and he said, you know, have you heard back from from the source? What did they say? And I said, "Oh, I sent them an, I sent them an email. I'm waiting to hear back." My professor looked at me like I committed a crime. He said, "Pick up the phone." And and I and I picked up the phone made that phone call. And within seconds, I had the answer that I needed. Okay, here goes an alert. This is so critical. I want to share with you the word that makes people get defensive. And it's framed as a question. That word is why? Why? Let's be clear. Why isn't a question? It is an attack. At least that's how people take it. People take why to be an attack. For example, have you ever asked someone on your team, a family member, a child, a spouse, you name it, hey, why did you do it like that? Woo, you better back up. Somebody might throw something at you. Why did you do it like that? Oh, how about this one right here? Why are you behind on the project? You want, you want somebody to lean back like that? Listen, why makes people get defensive? It makes them kind of 
put the hands up a little bit. They're they're ready to throw down, right? It's just a, a word that we have so we, the, the English language is so rich that we can use so many different words. And I get it. Maybe your intent isn't negative, but that's what happens. So instead, do something like this. Ask a question like this. I see you chose to do it with X approach. Can you share with me how you made that decision? Guess what? Can you share with me how you made that decision? When they lay out how they made that decision, guess what you can do? You can spot the error. You can spot in their process, in that flow chart, what's missing. But when you just say why, and they get defensive, you lose that opportunity. Again, this is coaching. I want you to be a coach, not a consultant. I see you chose to do it with X approach. Can you share with me how you made that decision? All right, this is the last thing we're talking about, closed questions. You know, I mentioned earlier not doing the yes, no questions. There are some uh, rare situations where it's okay to use yes, no questions or what I like to use uh, call closed questions. You use closed questions when you need a clear answer. You need a clear answer. You Ain't nobody got time for some long-winded answer right now. Stakes are high, right? And you need a clear answer. And what you can do is be direct like this. How many people will be at the party? Clear. Who is coming to dinner? Clear. When will the data analysis be complete? How clear and direct? It's a closed question, right? Something interesting I've seen over the course of my life. I've seen, I worked in television for a long time. I've interacted with so many different celebrities, folks that, that you would know. Celebrities use closed questions to avoid long conversations with fans. I heard Jerry Seinfeld talk about this before because it can be awkward exchanges with fans. And before I give you an example, if you have any questions, we're about to wrap up. If you have any questions you want me to answer about how to ask better questions, ask them right now. I have a special treat for you as well at the end, uh, but ask your questions now. Uh, celebrities use closed questions to avoid long conversations. So celebrities do this. They say, where are you from? They can get the answer, then leave. It's not going to be all open-ended. What do you do? Oh, you just you just found out they're an accountant? Great. It's not going to be long, a run-on sentence. How many siblings do you have? Again, comes to an end. How old are you? It comes to an end, right? So periodically, if you find yourself in a situation where you need something to end pretty quick, you can use a closed question. Okay, last but not least. Last but not least, and this is real, y'all. Last but not least, if you don't really care, don't ask the question. We are, we're out here asking a lot of fake questions. We are out here doing a lot of fake comments on social media. All right. If you don't really care, spare yourself some energy. Don't don't ask the question. OK, it will spare all of us something. We're talking about being genuine. Right. That integrity that that is kind of rare at times today. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the Antonio Nev Show. I hope you really enjoyed that training and learned how to ask better questions. For more information about the episode you just heard, just head on over to my website at theantonionevs.com. 
you still haven't followed the Antonio Nev show just yet or left a review, I kindly invite you to take a moment and do that now so we can continue to spread the word. And if you know someone who would dig this episode specifically, share it with them right now. All right, I will see you back here next week with another great episode. In the meantime, remember, the best is ahead. When you work and believe that the best is ahead, things begin to change for the better. Never forget, you have a say in this.